0: you're listening to The Breakdown with Daniel Litwin, where we talk to mid-Missouri musicians and dissect one of their tracks in a way that's relevant to artists and listeners alike. On today's episode, which does include some strong language, we talk with St. Louis rapper Pink Caravan and her executive producer Namesake. We'll break down their song, Pop Lock and Lemon Drops, full of sad, happy vibes. We'll get a line-by-line lyrical look from Pink Caravan, as well as a dive into namesake's bubbly original sound. Here's a little bit of that song.
1: Taste fan my recipe, choking on lemon drops. Two we say pop lock and drop the loop, hoping I pop soon. What way so that's what my grandma said, she says, she and say, it goes like Eye Uh
0: oh Yeah
1: don't
0: hit people all right I am really excited about today's episode we have two awesome people on here today pink caravan and her producer namesake Missy Elliott and, and Tim bland right I read that in an article somewhere um how are y'all doing today I'm
2: good I'm good yeah happy to be here yeah oh, great
0: um you know I'm I when I sat down to make this podcast and I decided to do local musician angles, I was like, okay, I can't not do this podcast and not interview Pink Caravan and Namesake. It's like, y'all are so close and pretty big. So like, I I felt like I really wanted to dive into y'all's artistry. So it's really cool that I was able to get y'all on here. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, so let's just dive right into you guys as artists because I'd love to know a little bit more about what defines you and your sounds and how you linked up. So tell me a little bit about you as an artist, like your elevator pitch. This is me, Pink Caravan, like what would you say?
2: I do sad, happy rap, pretty much, yeah. So like
0: (laughs) what does that mean? Like what does sad, happy mean?
2: I talk about a lot of darker topics over happy production it just like kind of evens itself out like people come up to me oh my god you're so joyful and full of life i'm like oh really
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um so like what track would you say was like the first one that kind of helped define that vibe for you
2: i think the ep really defined my sound
0: and what was that called? Um,
2: a Very Sad Happy Birthday, and Namesake produced all three tracks on those.
0: Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Namesake, tell me a little bit more about you as a producer. I guess pitch me yourself, right, yeah. as a producer. Um,
3: namesake, I've been producing for a while. It used to just kind of be a hobby I picked up in middle school. And yeah, ever since then, just been kind of off and on producing for artists and balancing out of, like school and things like that.
0: So how did you start to develop your sound? Cause in your most recent releases, I've really started to pick out like a, a namesake sound. So I guess what was that evolution like? Uh,
3: yeah, it was actually, I had, a, it was a friend of mine, honestly, I always kind of credited to him. He was just kind of like, I was like showing him songs that I liked and listened to. And he was just like, you know, why don't you experiment more with your sound? And so uh, over the past maybe like year or two, I just kind of started experimenting more and started, you know, finding different ways I can do things that are maybe a little bit different, but things I sonically liked and listened to. Yeah. And uh, I guess it just ended up being sort of a sound. And that kind of worked when we linked up, too.
0: Definitely. So how did y'all link up? What was, I don't know, what what was that like? What's the history of the duo? (laughs) I was
2: looking for someone to produce a very sad happy birthday. Mm -hmm. I wanted one executive producer on there. Yeah, friend referred me to namesake. I slid in the DMs, like <laughs> <laughs> I said earlier. <laughs>
0: tossing a yeah. gif, you know, and gotta, yeah. you got to spice it up, right? <laughs> she hit me up. She had the whole concept. She
3: had the title a various happy birthday and kind of the concept down. And uh, I think she, like, found something on my, like, beat page or something that she heard. Oh,
2: yeah, I was like, that Mario
3: beat. Yeah, make me yeah, sound yeah. like <laughs> the Mario beat. She liked, she liked kind of the sound I had on there. I was like, okay, cool. And so I had sent her something the same day. And uh, that ended up being, like, the rough draft version of uh, Rob a Jewelry Store, which is the second song on the EP. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got
0: right to it. I love it.
2: Shout out Nelly.
0: Yeah, shout out Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> what was, like, what was the thing that drew you to namesake sound in the first place?
2: The very happy production. Something to go with my unorthodox flow, because, I don't know, I write weird, so yeah. it's always weird finding a beat to, like, go with it.
0: Yeah, So today we're going to be talking about Pop Lock and Lemon Drops. Um, That's the most recent song that y'all released together, right? Yes. Yes. So tell me a little bit about where y'all were at in your lives when Pop Lock and Lemon Drops was produced and put together. And yeah.
2: I was at a point where I was like, I don't have enough music coming out or recorded. And um, yeah, I just kind of got into a place of writing and wrote that.
3: Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, this was... um... (laughs) This was a few months after the EP, so the EP came out in March. I think we started working over this song on this song in the summer. So yeah, um, she actually had ri- written the words to the hook before I even did any production at all. Gotcha. So yeah, that was I think that's one of the only songs that's out that we worked on it that way. Yeah.
0: yeah, where the lyrics or came the lyrics first. Came first, yeah. Gotcha. So usually you present her like a sound, and then you kind of draw inspiration from that. Mm-hmm. cool cool um, yeah so since you did lyrics first and then you had to sort of craft a beat around that what was the vibe that you went for once you heard the lyrics and you saw you know what she was putting together how did you try to complement that with your sounds
3: uh, yeah we really just kind of went back and forth on different ideas I think we had like, a couple different versions of this beat yeah, did. you know so just kind of like what i was interpreting as a producer and what you know she wanted to present as an artist we just kind of collaborated on it that way you know did a couple different uh revisions of the beat um and of the song and in the
2: studio we came up with something
3: oh yeah in the studio like (laughs) as we were recording the uh reference track we came up with a new thing we like
2: we have to put huey's lyrics in the beginning
3: yeah, So, so people are, like, like
2: get in tune with
3: it. Mm, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To there's tons of like subtle St. Louis references in like Pink Caravan's music. So if you're paying close enough attention, <laughs> you'll hear you'll hear tons of things.
0: Let's talk about um the lyrics of the song first, since that's what was written before the beat. Um on your hook, I feel like you paint this really cool abstract picture of you've got the ramen. You're choking on lemon drops. Um, I don't know. So, walk me through how you wrote this hook and, and kind of some of, the, some of the different images you wanted to get across and what, what they all mean.
1: Days spent on my recipe, choking on lemon drops. Here we say pop, lock and drop. A little hope and I pop soon. What would Jesus do? That's what my grandma she she says. She and it say. goes like, yeah, yeah, oh, 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 don't hit my line if you people don't hit my line if you people. I'm not the type to bring a small guy. I'm just the gal that likes a small guy.
2: Days spent ramen recipe choking on lemon drops. Uh, grew up eating ramen. And then my great-grandma, I spent time with her, and then she had lemon drops. Like, that was her candy. I, that's the only candy I ever saw in her house. That was Not her. lemon heads, right. lemon drops. That
0: was her grandma candy. <laughs> I feel that, yeah.
2: Huey say, pop, lock, and drop. The Lou hoping I pop soon. That's what Huey said.
0: He did say that. <laughs> he did. <say> he <laughs> did. <that. laughs> <laughs> 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 Write that down as fact, yeah.
2: <laughs> the Lou, St. Louis, Hoping I pops off, pop off soon because, I don't know, I feel like it's time.
0: Yeah, Let's go. Do you feel like you have an encouraging environment? You know, like a people and the city sort of supporting you and like wanting you to make it?
2: Yeah, definitely. Even if they don't understand the music or not even listen to it, just like, okay, I see her doing her thing. It's it's cool with me. Definitely. <laughs> All right, what what Jesus do? That's what my grandma say. Very religious, always giving me advice every time I ask for advice. I think that's what a lot of grandmas are just like. What would Jesus do? But my grandma's Mexican, so what would Jesus do?
0: Oh, I like it. I like that little True. that little addition. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> my mom is um, Colombian, so I like grew up with, you know, very Hispanic like religious vibes too. Mm-hmm. So I definitely relate. I understand. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it go like oh. i o o o o. Don't hit my line if you be broke. Nelly song, Nelly reference, and then. I don't know. People always slide in the DMs wanting something for free.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I get this beat for free, though? I'm not really trying to pay.
2: Um, Paying exposure. Nah. But we don't clout chase, so
0: yeah, we don't cloud that chase. don't work. <laughs> no clout chasing. I really love the picture that, that, that Hook paints. It's very personal, but at the same time, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you never get bogged down, and it's not necessarily you trying to, like, challenge your listener too much about here these big themes and these big emotional ideas you need to think about it's like you weave those ideas in a really like easy to consume way you know like Mm -hmm. people can kind of like draw those memories of oh yeah my grandma had you know (laughs) i was choking on lemon (laughs) drops too and um you know like the advice that your grandma gives you or like kind of like wanting to identify with your city like all those little things you just toss them in as hints and i feel like that just makes it easier for people to to relate with it you know yeah yeah I'm yeah. glad
2: you feel that way
3: cool yeah <laughs> it's more special when people get it you know yeah <laughs> it's just like oh yeah I can relate to that small thing and you know somebody else might not get it so it's more personal
0: definitely relate to it so obviously after the hook you go into your verse yeah you've got this really personal vibe but a lot of the imagery that you use is really specific and like really I don't know really visual like backwood origami you know like mm. that just that that image is is such a like unique way to reference rolling a backwood right yeah. but like but i love it you know like it totally makes sense because of the intricacy of like yeah no i got you so like yeah walk me through it's it serious it does get serious yeah it does we do not fuck around when we're rolling um so yeah walk me through the verse and
1: don't you miss when fun was fun my do I left wanna buy my mama a crib and I'ma get up out this caravan by Grammy a whip. Feel I fantastic When I pop out, I woke up feeling by me. It's backwood or a me in a woods on the Suzuki. I played them, all oh so clueless. The shanti tracks with foolish Baby who you foolin'? I mean, not I I, mean, not I say I'm not those other guys.
2: Hmm, and okay. I say, don't you miss when fun was fun I left fun to buy my mama a crib. I had to. <laughs> I mean, people don't sacrifice enough, I feel like. And I feel like in this industry, you have to sacrifice in order to be where you want to be and buy things you want to buy.
0: Have um, you gotten your mama a crib yet?
2: Not yet. It's
0: in the works. It's in the works. <laughs> yeah. in the works. <laughs> I love it.
2: I'm going to get up out this caravan by Grammy a whip. That's another plan. I already got out the caravan, but I didn't get a new car, so it's like, you know.
0: (laughs) That's something that I didn't ask you yet, your name, Pink Caravan, and like that artist photo of you on the the pink van. I guess, how did you even come up with that name in the first place?
2: Pink Caravan, my first car was a caravan given to me by my grandfather, and then pink is just like painting something pretty, so in my music, I like to paint. Ugly Topic's Pretty. So,
0: pink caravan. man. It all links together. <laughs> I love it. Cool, cool, cool.
2: Feel I fantastic when I pop out. It's my favorite shoe. So if you see me, I have to have them on.
0: You got them on right now? Yeah. Rocking them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I woke up feeling bummy. It's back with origami in the woods on a Suzuki. I played them oh so clueless. Ashanti track to foolish. Baby, who you fooling? Not me, not I. Ashanti's self-titled album? No. Ashanti. I don't know which one. (laughs) Okay, but anyway. (laughs) 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 Yeah, track two is Foolish, so that's kind of where I got that from.
0: Is that, like, one of your favorite tracks off that album? Yeah. Like, what what was the reason for name-dropping it?
2: Yeah, definitely my favorite track. Or track seven. I don't know. It's... That whole album is great, so...
0: Yeah. Just... Is that just, like, another kind of, like, childhood-defining thing, that song?
2: Yeah, just that era, I feel like, is just, like, so important to music. Well, my sound. Hmm. Okay, houseway, sat and sheets, sad boy, brave like I have to be. Even when you're sad, you have to be brave. You know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) True. True. (laughs) Or else you just, like, fall in that sad rut, you know? Yeah. Helpless. You know, you know how it's like, I don't know, like sometimes you get like, Gautier said it right. You can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness. Like, you know, like sometimes you just like, like being sad and mm-hmm. you like don't do anything about it. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that line. It can, Calling people out, you know what I mean? Like, hello, wake up. Yeah.
2: All right. And then, think not once but twice, little boy, before you come for family. I was like kind of taking shots, but ooh, I'm not the type to bring the smoke out. So
0: <laughs> right. So were you like calling someone out specifically, or like a
2: no, just like anybody.
0: <laughs> like know? if anyone tries to mess with your family,
2: yeah, or mess with me, or mess with namesake, it's family, and then I say that's on me. On me is just like a St. Louis lingo,
0: like for what
2: a green or yeah,
3: yeah, it's just like a promise. Yeah like like a bit like bet yeah. Yeah. yeah cool like a bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right verse 2 yeah lemizzy in the coop who be you again i can't do no negativity oh wait i'm sad again i let my top down when i'm feeling down i feel myself again on top now on top on, to, on top now lemizzy in the coop who be you again paul
2: midzy He's my video director.
3: Yep. <laughs> cool. Shout out me to Young Goat. Yeah. <laughs> young Goat.
2: <laughs> I can't do no negativity. Oh, wait, I'm sad again. I feel like that's such my life. Because, like, I always say, no, get that negativity away from me. Like, I can't. Happy over here once you put on your favorite song. And then once that song goes off, it's like, oh, I'm sad again.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's like the other way around for me. I turn on the song, and then it makes me sad. I was walking around campus the other day, and I had this song on called um, It's Good to Be Alone. Oh, bad name for a song when you're feeling moody. I'm just looking at, like, the campus. I was just like, oh, my God, yeah, I felt a little sad. You know, I, I feel that. I feel that a lot.
2: I let the top down when I'm feeling down. So materialistic. Mm. I feel myself again on top now, on top, on top, on top now. <laughs>
0: mm. Got to play with the the rhythm and yeah. like it. yeah, I love it. <laughs> so you say like oh, so materialistic, like kind of like judging yourself a little bit. I don't know, like do you do you like try to steer away from being super materialistic in your lyrics, or I don't know, like what do you really care about that, or do you feel like anyone cares about that?
2: Mm. I don't really try to stop being materialistic i feel like i can get that way sometimes just humans pretty much
0: agreed (laughs) agreed so
2: yeah i'm gonna put in the song if i feel that way but yeah
0: definitely (laughs) so namesake when you got the lyrics from her Mm -hmm. and you're reading over them um was there any vibe that you were trying to get across now in your tunes just by like reading everything
3: yeah um I think she sending me like an audio message or something like that <laughs> so kind of just in general like she said we always try to do like a bubbly sound something that's kind of childlike or kind of
0: cute or just something that kind of fits all right so now we're going to switch over to namesake and feel free to chime in with any of the beats like just commentary of what you thought of them or anything it doesn't have to be like just like just you and just okay. you now. Um, <laughs> um, oh so yeah. So now we're gonna hop over to namesake. Namesake. We're gonna dive into the production of the beat. So right. the first thing that stands out to me in the track, and I think you did this on purpose because you, you have it like um, very present in the mix, is that synth that just goes bum. Ba, 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 ba. Right. Um, and it's like the first thing you hear. Let's start with just the sound itself. So, yeah. how did you pick out the sound for that synth? Yeah, I made this sound from scratch in um, Serum.
3: Um, I do a lot of sound designing on Pink Caravan's music just because it's easier to get a specific sound if you make it yourself or if you know how to like modify other synths. So, yeah, I actually made this sound um, in Serum. Yeah. Very
0: cool. Um, Found something that was bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It definitely sounds like. Um Like bubbles are kind of popping and as they pop you know they have sound to them which is pretty neat Um, so you found the sound then you sit down and start actually writing you know the melody line yeah how did you find inspiration in that melody line was there any vibe you're trying to get across
3: yeah just um to have it kind of like again bubbly and like bouncy and just like uh, melodic free-flowing Just like in rhythmic, you know, like it's not just stale chords, you know, you need something that kind of like catches your ear when you first hear it, like a
0: strong melody shit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm all about that. Um, What was the choice behind having it be um, so front in the sound and kind of like the first thing that you hear when you toss on the track? Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, for the same reasons. I felt like if you start... The song's off like chords, it can kind of be really slow, and this was really supposed to be kind of like an upbeat track. So just right from the get-go we get into the rhythm, and that's why at the beginning we have kind of like a constant hi-hat playing too, it's just kind of like getting you ready for like the beat, you know, it's going to be upbeat, it's going to be bouncy,
0: you know. Yeah, for the, for the drop. For the drop, yeah. Cool. Another part that I really enjoyed about your whole song is the drums themselves. Uh, I feel like you've got a really great shuffle going on, and you kind of pop in with different sounds. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you designed that drum part. You know, it, it feels eclectic, um, but still, you know, contained, focused. Yeah, that's perfectly put. <laughs> um, I'm doing I'm doing your job for <laughs> you. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, we just me specifically. I think I think Pink Caravan likes when I use more eclectic sounds in my beats. I'll send her a beat and she'll be like, uh, can you namesake this up, please? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a natural part of my sound just right now. And so I always try to keep, I feel like if you're doing something that's maybe a little bit avant-garde, if you want it to appeal to a lot of people, you kind of have to, there's kind of like restrictions to it. So I try to keep it contained. So, I mean, there's... You know, your kicks and your 808s and your snares and your hi-hats, those things, but there's also just kind of like random other sounds in there that kind of give you some ear candy while you're listening to it that might be a little bit different.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So talk to me about some of those specific sounds that you picked out. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of them. Uh, I guess what drew you to some of that ear candy?
3: yeah um i really just try to find percussion sounds like different percussion sounds that kind of fill up the space i like um i feel like when i'm making like a rhythm like then you know the kick and the 808 and the clap or the snare it's kind of like the basis and then i try to use other percussion sounds including hi-hats they kind of just fill up the space and kind of give it the full bounce like i don't really like stale drums i like things that are very rhythmic a little bit chaotic but you know kind of like contained chaos if that makes sense yeah definitely yeah.
0: tell me a little bit about how you wrote the baseline and um what kind of vibe you were trying to get across with that because with the people we've had previously on the show everyone just has like a different a different approach for the baseline either it's to fill up the space a little bit or it's just to like create a rumble underneath everything else so what what did you do with the bass on this song?
3: Yeah, um, at the end of the day, we're making hip-hop music, so mm-hmm. baseline's is super important. And um, with the EP, it was a little bit more kind of upbeat, more oh laid back, and we really wanted to like make more banger-esque, a song that bumps a little bit more, you know? It slaps. Yeah, yeah. It, slaps, <laughs> it slaps a little bit more. So with the bassline, I, I wanted to keep it, you know, I wanted to have it punchy, kind of cut through. Um just really hit you hard, because I mean, it's just like, it's so cute, you know, with the sounds, and you have Jasmine's <clears throat> vocals coming in, and everything's so really light, and then the 808 comes in, and it's it's tasteful, but it, it punches, and you can hear it, you know, and uh, just with the rhythm of it, you know, keeping it bouncy, keeping it upbeat. So something
0: else I noticed about your drums when you write them is you do not stick to one pattern the whole time. You know, I feel like a lot of hip-hop, you get just a really basic pattern that just doesn't switch up a lot. Yeah. But, you know, from from even, like, within the verse, from chunk to chunk to chunk in the verse, you're switching up the flow, you're switching up the space between the notes, um, you know, like, what space you accent. So tell me a little bit about why you do that.
3: Keep it interesting. You know, um, if you make a loop, it gets boring after a while. <laughs> and, and then also, because I work, I do a lot of production and post too so after post meaning after she's already written the lyrics um and so we we'll kind of we just we'll go back and forth so you know she had the hook i made the beat then she wrote the verse then i'll go about okay what you did here it would sound better if the beat did this to complement that <coughs> And so that's like why there's a lot of switch-ups and Feel stuff. Feel
1: fantastic. Get up out this caravan, by Grammy a Whip. Feel I fantastic when
3: I pop out. I woke up feeling me. Expect hey, when I pop out. out, like you know, just like <laughs> different beat stops like that, or just anything, kind of like having the verses a little bit more toned down. Um, and if you listen really closely, the hooks are different. Uh, both hooks aren't; they're not exactly the same. Uh, that's just it. Felt to me, it just felt like a good idea to do that. So when the second verse comes in, it picks up a little bit more. Um, yeah, just things like that. Just kind of that make make it to me, make it a better song and make it less stale. Um, where you can just kind of move some parts around. Yeah,
0: with your synths, you have the main line that you know plays the the same kind of melody uh, for the whole song. But I also notice, I don't know if it's a separate synth or um, if it's the same synth. But you kind of have it just kind of pop in on the downbeat and just goes like, wow.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's just such a little subtle thing. It doesn't really define like, it's not like, oh yeah, that is what made this track. But I feel like every piece is important. So I don't know what, how does that little emphasis on the one help? Yeah, up the um, beat. I really like sense with character,
3: they kind of move a little bit. So I'm always finding ways when I'm designing a synth or when I'm editing the sound to kind of make it stand out a little bit more, to make it move, you know, whether that's at the beginning or in the middle. I mean, and that's actually the chords that are like holding this track together. And so just on the initial downbeat of the chords, it kind of just, uh, I think it's an LFO. Uh, I guess the easiest way to explain this is like if you have an EQ, The LFO, you can kind of... It stands for, like, low-pass-frequency oscillator, I think. And so you can use that to modulate the natural EQ that's on the sound. So in this case, I used it to kind of, like, start the sound at a lower um, frequency.
0: So, like, cutting out the high frequencies? Yeah, cutting out
3: the high frequencies, and then quickly it warps into the high frequency. So you get, like, a whomp. And it's actually, I think something I get, I get from electronic artists and something that's frequently used um, with like dubstep and stuff like that. And I pull a lot of like electronic elements when I'm like doing stuff for her because I think it sounds cool. <laughs> I'll be listening to anything and I'll think like any song that gets me to go, that's a great idea or this sounds great. Like that's what I get inspiration from. On the technical side of things, I feel like electronic producers are doing the most as far as like production goes. And I can uh, hear a lot of things in those songs that I would do more tastefully. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And and, uh, that's where I get a lot of the technical inspiration from. But um, Take some inspiration and then improve on it, basically. Yeah, or just, you know, make it my own. Yeah. You know, and something that, especially for like Pink Caravan music, something that would fit, you know, her sound and it will work for her. So I feel like, you know, somebody that listens to like, you know, Electronic or Future Bass or dubstep or you know, even boom bap, hip hop or something like that might be able to find, you know, influences or might there might be something in the production that they might be able to stick with because, you know, it sounds like reminiscent of something they've heard before, but it's different. And that's on all levels, you know, even if you're listening to, you know, trap music all day, there's enough 808 punch in there where you might be able to get into it, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Everything when I'm making a beat for a Pink Caravan song is about the overall sound, you know? What's the experience of the song? What is the vibe we're trying to convey? Um, And I think it sounds different enough from a lot of things that people are already listening to. So I just kind of pull on those ideas and just like create something that's refreshing.
0: Definitely. Definitely, I agree. I mean, the song feels refreshing. It almost feels like like drinking a Fanta or something. You know, (coughs) like it's like crisp and fruity and bubbly and... Refreshing. Mm. I don't know. If I had to like put your song to an item, it'd probably be like a Fanta.
2: Pineapple Fanta.
0: Mm. Very good. Yes. Um. Yeah, so... Strawberry Fanta. Strawberry Fanta. Oh my gosh. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just an OG. I'm I guess I'm boring. I'm boring. I'm fine with just Orange Fanta. Oh, mm. You can't go wrong with Orange Fanta. I know, I mean, but it's like it's not very classic. original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a very original answer. Once you had the track done you put it out, people started responding to it. Do you feel like it came together exactly how you wanted it to and you're just like, like I don't know, what, what was the response like and how do you feel about it?
2: I feel like people, I was gonna say weren't expecting it, but we dropped Room before that. So I feel like, yeah. I don't know, people people don't really think I rap. And then when I dropped that, it's just like, oh, she's she is a rapper.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so like going back to the EP, you know, it's more poetic, more mm-hmm. free-flowing. So when you come out with something like this, it's got a little bit more
0: bounce to it. <laughs> people were just, I guess people were just surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> people liked it, so it was yes, good. It's good. Do you feel like maybe it helped validate you a little bit, like an artist?
2: I felt like it showed that I could, I'm not a one-trick pony. Like,
0: hmm. I go everywhere. Right. <laughs> in your pink caravan. Yeah. Driving around <laughs> spot to spot.
2: Not Not skirting.
0: Never scared. <coughs> his, he's
3: in he's
2: in skirt. Skirt.
3: You know, people I guess assume or kinda understand that I take more risk or I experiment more in my production. So people actually really like that. I get a lot of positive feedback from that. You know, just if they've only heard Pink Caravan songs. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they'll just be like, Yeah, this is like kind of who you are what you do and I'm like yeah
2: this is what you do <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so. you're right it is <laughs> well cool um I feel like that covers every aspect of this song of pop lock and lemon drops uh so where can people hear this song
2: everywhere Erwer.
0: Erwer. <laughs> 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 soundcloud spotify apple yeah. music the, the whole deal title mm-hmm. title if
2: you real spotify spotify is fine <Yeah. laughs>
0: Uh, namesake, Pink Caravan, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show um, or the podcast, I guess it's a show, it's a podcast, it's whatever I want to make it, <laughs> right. it's mine it is. Um, I'm really glad we got to break down this song, you know, I feel like it really showcases a lot of your strengths like Pink Caravan with you um, I think it really showcases like you said, your versatility um, you know, that you can hammer down like a bump and beat and you can hit like flows you know and then go in on a beat um but also that you can still keep it light and personal and you know give people imagery that they can relate to so I really like that and then Mm -hmm. namesake I mean with you 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 crafted something really original I like that you created you know your own sounds for it too because a lot of times you can just get lazy to I don't know, find some synth that sounds close to what you want, but I I appreciate that you go in 100%. You know, it's like, if you want a sound to sound a certain way, you're not gonna fuck around. You're gonna sit down and just make it (laughs) yourself. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. It's a necessity. It's a necessity. Yeah. And now, here's Pink Caravan and Namesake's track, Pop Lock and Lemon Drops. This song contains explicit lyrics.
1: Do that thing up, mommy, make it roll. Once you pop, pop, lock it for me, girl. Get low. If your mama give it to you, baby girl, let it show. Once you pop, lock, drop it for me. Maybe we can roll. Taste spent on my recipe, choking the lemon drops. You we say pop, lock and drop the loop. hope and i pop soon. What would Jesus do? That's what my grandma said. She said she and said. it goes like oh Don't hit my line if you be broke broke. I'm not the type to bring the smoke out out. I'm just the gal that like to smoke out out. And don't you miss when fun was fun I I left fun to buy my mama a crib And I'ma get up out this caravan by Grammy a whip I fantastic When I pop out I woke up feeling by me It's backward or agami And i Woods on the Suzuki I played them all so clueless The Shanti track too foolish Baby who you foolin I mean not I You I mean, say I'm not those other guys Mm, okay. Uh, okay, uh houseway uh, satin sheets, sad boy brave, like I have to be. Think not once but twice, little boy before you come for family. That's on me. That's on me, that's on me. Taste meant, I'm a recipe, choking on lemon drops. You we say pop lock and drop the loop, and I pop soon. What would Jesus do? That's what my grandma said. She And it goes like Eye Oh oh, don't hit my line if you be broke. Don't hit my line if you be broke. I'm not the type to bring the smoke out. I'm just the gal that like to smoke out Lemon tea in a coop, who be you again? I can't do no negativity. Oh wait, I'm sad again. I let my top down When I'm feeling down, I feel myself again on top now. On top on top, on top now. Taste spent my recipe, choking on lemon drops. You we say, pop, lock and drop. The loot, and I pop soon. What would Aesus do? That's what my grandma said. She, she says And she it say. goes like Eye Oh 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 Don't hit my line if you be proof. Don't hit my line if you be I'm not the type to bring the smoke out. I'm just the gal that like to smoke. like dinner date with the best. But you have
0: pizza, You've been listening to the Breakdown with Daniel Litwin. See you next time.